Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah Beer. You don't remember how the hell you ended up in doors. No, it was just uh, a wait and see. It was a total wait and see. If this had worked, or if it had been uh, at least somewhat effective. And the recovery was, you know, it was a little bumpy, but um, I was counting days without seizures. And then I was counting weeks, right? Mm. And that that was phenomenal, because after yeah. 16 years, I'd, I'd never had, you know, I couldn't go that. Like I said, I could go three or four days without a seizure, but so I was counting the weeks and then, you know, I'm, I'm a month out and then two months out and wow, you know, I, I was still getting rides everywhere, but I was feeling um, a little better every day and still kind of, kind of waiting in this mixture of hope and anxiety and all built up and clustered in this snowballing form of, I don't even know what excitement. Uh And when, do you know what I mean? When you're almost afraid to be too excited about something because you don't want to crash and burn. Yes. I know exactly what you Um, mean. But it really, you know what? Uh, I had, uh, So I kept on, I mean, after that, I said, praise Jesus, because I don't have seizures anymore. And they kept me on the meds. They always stayed on the same meds. Um, You know, I started, I felt like I had a new lease on life. That's really how it felt to me. And after three months, I was February. So I was back in Dr. Korb's office with my husband. And we were talking about, you know, how positive it was. It was so nice to have a doctor visit a neurologist talk that was actually positive. And Dr. Korb, I think it, I think he, I think it was encouraging for him too. Cause if you think about it, I mean, they see so many of us with such heartache, you know? Yeah. And when you have a good neurologist, you know, they feel it with you. You know, they know that they are just as frustrated and sometimes just uh, trying to offer you what what they've got. And it's not always enough, but mm-hmm. he told me I could drive again. And I'd gone 16 years without driving. So it was like back in the day when you're a teenager, right? Like, and when I'd, my jaw just dropped when he said you could drive because I, <laughs> I mean, that was beyond... Uh, excited I was and I think uh, and and my husband and I were both a little terrified it Uh was like being uh back at square one for getting behind the wheel but that was uh super exciting and so I got a car you go to an empty parking lot and you and Wayne like driving circles and stuff I did (laughs) I did we did so we live across the street from an elementary school which We'd purchased this, we'd we'd been fortunate, we bought a house and we thought to ourselves, well, 
I, I see, I was figuring on a life where I couldn't drive and that was okay at the time. And so we had, we lived across the street from the school and that, that's still where we are. But anyway, uh, yeah, I did some donuts in the, in the school parking lot and cruised around and, and yeah. practiced like, like, you know, like again, when you're just, it's so much of a giddy, almost embarrassing kind of excitement because I just, there's no words to explain it when something's taken away and then you get it back, you do appreciate it all the more. And that, that was, that was pretty incredible. Beautiful. And after that, after that, I, um, I kept, I kept looking, I was looking back at, at all the journals I'd written in over the years and looked back through and some of the words I'd written, I thought, uh, it, it was painful to read, but it was very um, refreshing to say, oh, I can look at this from two sides of the coin now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I went, um, I said to Wayne, I said, you know, and I had wanted to stay home with our daughter for the first few years of her life anyway, um, and then figure out what next. But um I remember saying to Wayne, you know, I feel like I don't want you being the only one working. And he was like, honey, you've got to have your space and your freedom to get back and just enjoy life with without seizures and breathe easy. I mean, it took a load off him, too. You know, all of those sleepless nights that that he'd endured. Um, so. So I did that. I had to learn to, I had to relax a little and I had to give myself grace, which I mean, the whole journey is about that. Right. Um, and then I started gathering together my, my, all my old journals and dating, writing the dates of what, when I'd written what and what I'd been through, because I thought, I thought this is going to be something I want to, I'm going to write a book. And it terrified me, the thought of it, but it also also excited me. Uh-huh. Um, I'd always loved reading and writing, my favorite things. So uh, I went I went to a writer's conference and, and I started a blog first. That was what I did. All right. But then I, I started writing and I thought I'm just going to be uh, emotionally and vulnerable and lay it all out there. Partly because there is so much misunderstanding about epilepsy and partly to say, look, there's hope for you and there's, um, you're not alone. And when I see it now, when I look back, I think sometimes, how did I even survive that? You know, in the kill bills. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie sticks. I don't give a f what you're riding to the sentence on. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much.